This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to Invest Talk. This is a new series by The Straits Times podcast channel, Your Money and Career. At Invest Talk, we talk money matters and all things related to investing. We want to give you that extra edge in managing your hard-earned money. I'm Ven Srinivasan and I'm an associate editor at The Straits Times. Joining me in the studio today for this episode is Vasu Menon, Executive Director of Investment Strategy at OCBC Bank. Glad to have you on our show, Vasu. Thank you for having me on the show, Ven. In this episode, we will cover a broad range of topics such as inflation, interest rates, the movement of the US dollar, and ultimately how all this impacts the financial markets and you. So Vasu, it has been a challenging year for the markets, economies and investors as a whole. Inflation is running at multi-year highs, central banks are cranking up interest rates, economic growth seems to be under pressure, and to add to all of this, supply chain crunch does not seem to show any signs of easing amid the China lockdown, while the war in Ukraine grinds on. The US Federal Reserve has hiked up its short-term rate by another 75 basis points. This is the sixth consecutive hike this year and the fourth consecutive 75 basis point hike. Vasu, what are Fed interest rates and why are they so important? When the federal funds rate, or what we call the Fed funds rate in short, is the US Federal Reserve's benchmark interest rate. It is the interest rate set by the Federal Open Market Committee, which determines monetary policy in the United States. It is a rate which commercial banks borrow and lend their excess reserves to each other overnight. So the Fed fund rate can influence short-term rates on things like consumer loans and credit cards. It is important because it impacts US interest rates and the outlook for the US economy. And then because the US is so important to the rest of the world, US rates also impact interest rates in other parts of the world and the global economic outlook. Why is the Fed raising this key rate and how is this linked to the recession? Well, you know, inflation in the US and around the world has surged since the third quarter of 2021 as the world started reopening after the COVID-19 pandemic. Demand from businesses and consumers fueled this inflation. Now, adding to this supply chain crunch around the world, the war in Ukraine, which started in February this year, constricted the supply of food and raw materials putting further upward pressure on prices. The Fed, as the US central bank, uses monetary policy to control economic activity and inflation. During the pandemic years, it pumped trillions of dollars into the US economy through its bond buying activity. Now, this injection of money kept economic activity going by helping to support companies and workers. But by late 2021, the world started reopening. Pent-up savings fueled demand for more goods and services, However, economic activity was not keeping pace. Factories were not producing enough goods, and the result was an upward pressure on prices. By the middle of this year, US inflation was already approaching 40-year highs. It was a similar scenario in many developed and developing countries. Now, to rein in inflation, the Fed started to constrict money supply and hike its key rates in hope that it will curb demand and thus prices. Now, having lifted its key rate by almost four percentage points this year, the cost to both businesses and households has risen sharply. 
Now, the fear is that this will also put corporate profits, especially those with borrowings, under pressure. Now, if companies see profits falling, they will cut back on hiring. Fewer jobs means less spending. This vicious cycle of spending cuts by companies and individuals can cause a recessionary spiral. So, Vasu, will we see more rate hikes from the Federal Reserve in the coming months? Perhaps 50 basis points in December and more during the first quarter of 2023? Well, when the market is now forecasting at least another 100 basis points rate hikes by the Federal Reserve in the next six months. Now, this will take the Fed funds rate to just above 5% by the first half of next year, which is a big move given that rates were 0% at the start of this year. Now, the Fed is increasing rates rapidly to curb inflation before it gets worse. It is acting faster and more aggressively than any time in recent history to rein in inflation expectations. Don't forget, the Fed has been accused of being behind the curve, so it is making up for lost time in some ways. Rising inflation and interest rates have clearly hurt the US economy and global investment markets. Both global equities and bonds have been beaten down sharply so far this year. So Vasu, tell me. Perhaps you could explain how the Fed rate impacts other countries like Singapore. Well, you know, higher U.S. interest rates will strengthen the U.S. dollar. The U.S. currency is already at its highest level in years. The U.S. dollar is strengthening for two reasons. Firstly, it has benefited from safe haven demand. And secondly, the sharp rate hikes by the U.S. Federal Reserve has benefited the dollar. Now, why is this important? Now, the dollar is a global reserve currency meaning many trade transactions are done in the US dollar. Now, Singapore imports most of its goods and services and pays for them in US dollars. The stronger US dollar, the higher the cost of imports for countries like Singapore. So, imported inflation will rise. The Monetary Authority of Singapore tackles inflation by managing the strength of the Singapore dollar against the basket of currencies, including the US dollar. Now, the MES has moved to strengthen the Singapore dollar several times this year, most recently being in October. The rising Fed rate has impacted deposit and loan rates. Singapore loan rates have been rising this year. How much higher can they go, Rasu? <laughs> this is a hard one, when Lending rates for home loans have trebled over the past year. Floating rates for home loans are now well over 3.5% compared to just over 1% last year. So Singapore's rates tracks the Fed funds rate which is now at its highest level in almost 15 years. Now, if the Fed funds rate continues to hit higher, which is likely, then Singapore's mortgage rates may also go up. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. Let's get back to the conversation with my guest, Vasu Menon. Executive Director of Investment Strategy at OCBC Bank. Vasu, we have so far discussed Fed rates, loan rates and inflation. What can a consumer do during times like these? When rates are rising, inflation is very much alive and the economy looks likely to slow down. Well, when those with excess savings should think about how to put their money to work. Invest in treasury bills, for example which now give an interest rate of 4.2% in Singapore. Even some deposit rates are now yielding over 4%. Speak to your bank. Second, watch your budget carefully. 
do not overspend. Determine what you really need versus what you want. Also set aside funds for up to 12 months of expenditure in case you lose your job amid a recession. That buffer will see you through a potentially challenging year ahead. Finally, do not speculate in the stock market. Markets can be volatile in the coming months until we get clarity about inflation and interest rates. And this, unfortunately, may not happen for several months. So, you are saying people should be cautious on the markets for now? Yes, but having said that, Ven, it may also not make sense to stay out of the markets altogether. Now, valuations have become more attractive after the sell-off this year, and there's a lot of liquidity on the sidelines that could ignite and sustain a decent rally in the markets over the medium term once inflation has peaked and once the Fed is done hiking rates. But if you intend to invest, adopt a dollar-cost averaging strategy of buying selectively and gradually over the next six to nine months. It may be more prudent rather than trying to time the markets or staying out of it altogether. Tell me, Wasu, what are some interesting themes or sectors to keep in mind? Well, you know, two mega themes that investors ought to keep in mind for the long term are technology and ESG. Now, both these themes are going to revolutionize the world in the coming years and the way individuals and companies operate. Investors with a risk appetite and a long-term horizon may wish to have some representation of these themes in their portfolios. Now, the tech sector has seen a sharp sell-off and more downside cannot be discounted. But the sell-off has now made the sector more attractive and it could see a good rebound when the tide turns and sentiment improves. Now, other sectors to keep in mind are healthcare and utilities, which are more defensive in nature, and the financial sector, which will benefit from rising interest rates and better economic prospects once we go past the current storm. So finally, here comes the big question. Do you see a potential market recovery? If so, what would be the catalyst for a sustained market rebound? Markets will remain volatile in the coming months. There is still a lot of uncertainty about inflation and interest rates. And there's a looming recession, which could hurt corporate profits. Now, for a sustained market rebound, I think we need to get greater clarity about inflation and interest rates. Essentially, we need two things to happen. Firstly, we need to see clear signs that inflation has peaked and it is rolling over. And secondly, we need the Fed to signal clearly that rates are peaking and it will soon stop hiking rates. In the meantime, nervous investors will keep a close watch on US inflation data and Fed rhetoric, and markets will stay volatile. Well, thanks for your insights, Vasu. My pleasure, Ven. Thanks for having me on the show. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Invest Talk, a new series by the Straits Times podcast channel, Your Money and Career. I'm Ven Srinivasan. If you'd like to read our columns, there are links in our podcast text description. Happy investing. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. 
Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.